Welcome, dear listeners, to Ensuing Confusion, an actual play RPG podcast. I am your host, uh, game master, and producer. I added host this time, racking up the titles, Connor Sheridan. Uh, Today I am joined by, uh, going down the top here, oh wait, no, we'll go from the bottom this time. We don't want, we don't always want to call out the people who are last to the call. Wait, except I just did. Uh, Kitty, <laughs> playing Quell the Mystic. Hey, uh, well, I I was fashionably late because I was wrestling with my window. But yes, not all things can be done through mystical power. Sometimes you need to use the power of your incredible biceps to get your window closed. Hell yeah. That's working your will in the world. Uh, <laughs> Catherine, playing Gadget the Mechanic. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Cleric playing Myriad the Muscle. You know, I do have muscle. I competed (laughs) gymnastics for like 10 years. I I better have muscle. Myriad competed at Elastic? (laughs) I I messed up that. I'm just going to move on. Uh, Tony playing Augustin the Speaker. Welcome, everyone. All right. Um, no, I bet Myriad could have closed my window. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Just one well-thrown cane would have, like, shut it, and cane would have bounced right back into their hands. It would have been so cool. <laughs> would that uh, be a tough skill or a tough challenge? <laughs> well, it see, was a tough challenge. It was tough. See, as the cane is right now, it would probably be controlled, but after Myriad gets finished turning the cane into a gun... It would be risky because they might shoot themselves or somebody else in the process. This brings up a really valid point that like some things might not be a tough challenge for one person, but could certainly be a tough challenge for other people, namely myself. (laughs) Yep. It's all about fictional positioning. And speaking of fictional positions, uh, we left the crew of the Beluga off in the middle of uh, their first really like official catering gig. Um, after, you know, acquiring a culinary reputation, reputation in a cooking competition on Dime uh, a few, maybe a week and a half ago in, in game terms at this point. It's funny how little game time has advanced. I think we might. It has only been a week and a half. R- I mean, roughly, maybe two weeks. Uh, we should, we should uh, uh, align some time coming up here so that we can <laughs> see the world moving a little more. Uh, but I digress. Um The crew is in the middle of catering a fancy exposition uh, hosted by Azimuth Distribution. Um, You were kind of, you you came in to help out Aller and Affy and also to get paid. Mm -hmm. Um, You managed to bring your meats and milks and tongues, which is a kind of meat, I suppose. Uh, You snuck it in under Protectorate Affairs' noses in the back of a sandboat. Um... Thanks to Augustine's connection with Allison. Mm, Allison, last name was um, where'd you go? Twill. Twill. Yes. Allison Twill, who is a, uh, a yard worker, basically a, a loader at the chop, mm. um, and definitely not one of Augustine's many children. <laughs> remains to be seen. Uh, Augustine's <laughs> helping out uh, her family. 
And so, yes, you got in there, you got set up, you started helping out with the catering. Um, Quell tried to kind of push herself a little bit to see if she could um, bring up the mood, kind of, you know, like give it more of an overall party atmosphere. Um, And she did manage to contact the spirit successfully, but the spirits weren't really keen on the idea. And uh, <laughs> taking the form of these kind of like little wooden crabs that pop up from the floorboards, they started messing up the place in, you know, sort of a resentful way and, and shaking their their little wooden pincers in anger. Um, I created an atmosphere. Yes, you did. I'm just It just was not the desired, desired <laughs> atmosphere. Um, <laughs> thankfully, Myriad, the muscle, was able to get out there. Um, and use their, their, you know, spatial awareness, their positioning, their tactics to, um, we won't say gracefully, but we will say purposefully, uh, weave between the tables and the guests, hand out hors d'oeuvres, so that, uh, um, you know, things, things kind of fared a little bit better. The spirits were seeming to get a little bit more restless as Myriad did that. Um, at the same time, roughly, uh, Gadget, um, interpreted Augustine's request to kind of check things out around there and do a little studying of what folks are talking about as an opportunity to seed listening devices throughout the, uh, the exposition hall, um, (laughs) to, you know, uh, like, why eavesdrop in person when you can eavesdrop on everybody talking at once in your listening station, right? Yes. Um, uh, and Augustine helped uh, set that up by, you know, doing some schmoozing to keep people's attention off of the, what, 12-year-old crawling around <laughs> and sticking <laughs> microphones in their centerpieces. Um <laughs> uh, Almost catching the attention of your old frenemy, Virch Stuker, but... Uh, deftly maneuvering away from that <laughs> that uh, little social scene before it came to pass. Um, and you learned some interesting things uh, uh, as you were listening in Gadget. You learned about um, an a- attempt being made on the Empress's life by some mm-hmm. strange figures in dark armor. Um, you learned about uh, the ascending fortress being mm, rendered immobile. Uh, recently mm-hmm. and damaged um, and the Junkers Guild trying to uh, use this opportunity to get inside as well as some some local explorers and you also learned about um, a closer relationship between Azimuth Distribution, the hosts here, the folks who kind of control trade between Landbergs control and promote trade between Landbergs and uh, the Azure Fleet and this is a good time to note that uh, as I was kind of coming up with stuff off the seat of my pants, um, I said that Vert Stuker was actually engaged in two conversations at once, which is not true. Um, <laughs> I would say that Vert was talking up to um, talking to Duke Morning Fitch, the Azimuth distribution. That was the conversation Vert was engaged involved with. The conversation about the attempt on the Empress's life. It was just some voices you didn't recognize. Um, you know, seem to be related to the Azure fleet in some way. Uh, and finally, Quell, trying to clean up a little bit after what happened uh, with the spirits, ducked into a, um, a corridor, 
so she could take some time to focus. She managed to reach out to the spirits and figure out why they were upset. They didn't really like the changes that had been made to the uh, the venue, since it was a Children of the Wire temple. And Quell vowed to uh, see if she could uh, reverse some of those, you know, talk to the management, see if she could get it back a little bit closer to how the spirits liked it. In the process, uh, listening in on a conversation between... A mildly menacing conversation between Inishman Purple, um, one of Augustine's old quote friends, and uh, Zinc Garland, the um, the arthropod racing legend, where Inishman more or less heavily suggested that it would be in Garland's best interest to not come in first place in the upcoming race. And that's where we left off. Did... Did you mention four gaskets conversation? Trying to get yes, into the temple. That was, some... okay. Yeah, that was. I mentioned that. I didn't mention four gasket was the one okay. saying it, though. Four gasket is there. Um, I actually made a little list of NPCs, of people that you know who are here that we've kind of spotted in the crowd so far. There's Vert. There's. Uh, Inishman hasn't been spotted in the crowd by Augustine, but now you know that she's there. I mean, you saw her lieutenant before. Um, Duke Morning Fitch, the leader of Azimuth Distribution, who I don't th- I don't know if any of you have met yet. Maybe Augustine has. Um, uh, Four Gasket is there. Zinc Garland is there. Aller and Affy are there, uh, and maybe some other folks who will who will come into the picture. <laughs> are you implying? I hope Badger doesn't show up. <laughs> I think Vetra is probably busy trying to keep her her ship from exploding right now, uh, trying to fix up one of its blown up rotors. So I think the chances of Vetra showing up are low, but not non non existent. Mm-hmm. That's probably for the best. <laughs> no, but I'm sure she'll be so happy to see you again. She will. I know. <laughs> uh, and I, and I think. I think what we'll open on here is um, Myriad, since you're kind of out there serving guests. I think you've just emptied your tray. Um, and you're probably getting ready to return to the um, uh, buffet. And I think that you see kind of standing at the buffet at this point um, a little stiffly. Uh, it doesn't seem like this is really her normal... This isn't the kind of thing that she likes to do. This is the kind of thing she does because it's a good business, is for Gasket. Um, and she sees you you coming back and seems to... Uh, is kind of walking in your... Actually, she, I don't think she's walking in your direction. She's basically just waiting for you to come back, but is clearly like following you with her eyes. I try to shift the opposite direction and go to the <laughs> other end of the table. <laughs> You're avoiding four? S- sort of keeping eye contact with them, them her. Oh, uh, let me make sure. Uh, uh, last session we said she, her. Four gasket. I have it written down. She, her. Yep. I love four gasket. Sort of keeping eye contact with her out of the mm-hmm. corner of my eyes. Um, but going to the other end of the table to refill my tray, uh, keeping my eye on her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think you're probably close enough to, to for her to hear you, so she'll, uh, for you to hear her, rather. So she'll probably pick up, you know, um, oh, let's see. It's, pro- it's probably like a gelato 
like a little gelato cup made with the armadillo bear milk. What? Uh, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> when did we make gelato armadillo bear gelato? When did this happen? Oh, uh, probably delicacy. in the in the flight over. You know, you had time. <laughs> All uh, right, it's probably fine. It's probably delicious. I'm probably just yeah, yeah. I'm, it's great. <laughs> Uh, and for, you know, kind of sw- swirls the spoon around inside, but doesn't take a bite yet and says, you, you're with, uh, Quickall and Rigby, right? That I am. Yeah, I've, uh, wanted to catch up with you folks since that, that, uh, business on Dig 112. You have a minute? Um, I'm currently serving food right now. <laughs> But you, I mean, after this whole thing is done, we could talk or, I mean, we you can follow me around. That's cool. Sure. That'll help settle my stomach. I'm not used to this rich food. Yeah, walk with me and I <laughs> continue to serve food. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, four is following along behind you. Um, you know, and it's awkward, right? Like, yeah. again, this isn't, Four is not used to attending fun parties where you're not really supposed to just follow the waitstaff around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she says, so uh, I read I read the report from um, Morgan uh, Aikido, the clerk in, in, in charge that day, filed a pretty good report. I was a little surprised to see that it uh, looked like the only things you folks found down there was an old lift core. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think it belonged to one of the purples, and, um, I probably will start talking about the purples really excitedly, unless she's gonna stop me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she'll probably listen to you go on about the purples for about 20 seconds, um, uh, and then, yeah, I think she'll just put it to you, like, so you, you found the old timbers down there? timbers or what? do you do you timbers? do you mention that like or do you just say that you found the core because you found like all of the parts of the ship but they had been kind of meticulously organized laid out like a like somebody's prepping a lego kit um i'll probably explain that i found we found the lift core and like something because there was a there was a sign that said purple on it right like there was a name placard you you took it then i took yeah <laughs> you did. You took, um, I can't remember what it's called, um, the masthead, I think, the part of the ship that has the name on it, and it was Our Skies Within Reach. Ah. Yes. Um, you found a masthead that said Our Skies Within Reach, and then with your encyclopedic knowledge of the Purple family, you instantly knew, like, oh my god, this is uh, Atlantis? I always Solomon. Solomon. No. So- no. No, not Solomon. No, not Solomon's Solomon. the one that you married. Bermuda. 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 There's a lot of purples. Yeah. yeah. There's there's more of them every day it seems. <laughs> At- Atlantis and Bermuda were the old were the are the dead ones. <laughs> yes, Solomon is still alive, as are Inishman and Ishir. And presumably the third one. Triplet, I mean. That's right. Do we know the triplets the third triplet's name? Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, At least uh Augustus 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 does. does. <laughs> Yeah, it's Inishmore, Inishman, and Inishir. Yes. Wait, what was the, it was Inishir, Inishman, and who was the last one? Inishmore. I just dropped it in chat. Oh my oh, goodness. Thank you. 
Um, so yes, that's that's just a quick re- refresher on what the state of things were down there, Myriad. So what what are you telling uh, for? Um, I will probably tell for everything about the the lift core and the purple the purple skyship, and that's about mm-hmm. it. Okay, specifically leaving out the part about the core and the... Uh, or not the core, the weird artifact and the skeleton. Um, I really wasn't paying attention to that part, mo- mostly. <laughs> I was paying attention a lot to the purple stuff. <laughs> you were paying attention to the skeleton that fucking, like, backhanded you, skeleton. didn't it? You, I'm Wait, pretty sure you fought that skeleton. skeleton. That kill me? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> I, might mention, I, I might mention that off to the side. Um uh-huh. But, like, really, I was paying attention to the fact that I had part of the purple's left core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Myriad knows that there was more than that down there and that you made a deal <laughs> with Batra and whatnot. So if you're intentionally trying to throw four off the path, um, you're going to need to make a roll of some kind. I mean, I'm not, like, intentionally trying to throw four off the path because I'm not, like thinking about it i'm just really thinking about the purple ship okay uh then she will say and you're sure that was it because we every every time we've ever found a dig like that there's been older artifacts down there like pre-fracture things i don't know what pre-fracture means (laughs) 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 oh you mean like pre like everything's everything's a separate landberg like before before yes artifacts from whatever came before oh that's kind of what we do okay well i wouldn't know what that looks like (laughs) okay you're lying make a roll of some kind (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make a sway roll (laughs) okay (laughs) uh i think this is Camp it. <laughs> I think since you're kind of just like no selling for here, uh, it's probably going to be risky limited. Risky limited. Because um, gonna... you know, you're you're a smuggler. You've been around. You know what an artifact <laughs> is. <laughs> like, huh? Artifacts, huh? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> um. What the? Uh, what? Can we go to the board? Yes. Yes. I can do that. Thank you. We're at three and two, and the one on the left is success, and the one on the right is failure. Yes. We have catered at three ticks. That's the one you want to fill, and we have the parties ruined at two ticks. That's the (laughs) one you don't want to fill. Okay. Okay. We can't see the labels if you have them. Oh. Let me... Yeah, I always forget about that. I have to make it controlled by all players for you to see them. (laughs) Jesus, I totally forgot that we had those clocks still going. <laughs> <laughs> so can you, can you see the labels now? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. All right. I can, All right. No problem. Go ahead, Marion. I can push myself for two. Yep. For another die. Uh, for another die or for increased effect, which or in this case would bump effect. it up to risky standard. So I'll have it at risky limited right now. Okay. But I can... Because I'm a leaf on the wind, I can push myself and I can spend plus one stress, so three stress total, to gain uh-huh. both effect and a, de- and a die. Shit. <laughs> so I think yeah, I'm going to do that. 
<laughs> leaves on the wind. It's famously good at lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, do that. Go ahead and spend this three, and you'll get. Uh, we'll bump it up to risky standard, and you can spend, um, and you can get an extra die. Um, you pushed yourself, so I can't give you a devil's bargain. Um, but you can spend a gambit if you want. See, if I spend a gambit, that just gives me an extra die, right? Yes. I feel like every time we add more dice, the worse it comes out. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. But right, that yep. I might have just jinxed myself. So yeah, we'll I mean, like that feels like that would be a spurless correlation, but I'll run with it. <laughs> yeah, just just use it if you want. Go for it. Uh, a two and a four. A two and a four. Okay, so that's a partial success. Um, and I think let me let me do some <laughs> checking here. I succeeded partially. Maybe I drank a little too much while I'm serving. <laughs> Have you just been like one for you and one for me? <laughs> every every cup you hand out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think what this is is you will get four off your back. Um, four isn't going to bother you anymore, and you know you probably won't hear any more about this incident. But your status with the Junkers Guild is currently at one, and I'm going to drop it down no, to zero. No, no, so it'd be going no. from friendly to basically neutral. <gasps> you can resist it. <laughs> you can resist it if you want. I will <laughs> resist it. All right. Hello, trauma. <laughs> no, don't have trauma. Trauma train pulling into the station. Um, let's see. Myriad is at. Oof. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little stressy. You're a little I'm stressy. stressy. I'm stressy. <laughs> you need a five I'm or a six. Out. I know I need a five or a six. But I I can. I think I can. I think I can do it. Yeah. I got three Dude, that's die. a 33% chance. Do it, do it, do it, do it, yeah, do it. This will be a resolve resist. <laughs> okay. What's going to happen if you develop trauma while serving in the party? <laughs> uh, have you ever been a waitress before? That's part of the job. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> It'll just make you better at what you're doing? Better? No. Seasoned? Yes. Myriad has <laughs> never worked food service before. <laughs> food provision uh-huh. this has never been a thing for myriad myriad never worked food service nice oh you, you got critted crit. you Not critted. Nice. did you succeed you critted which means you clear a stress wow yes. you are okay you're better at the slang <laughs> thing than you give yourself credit for <laughs> maybe it's the liberal application of alcohol mm-hmm. myriad is also good at food service while lying <laughs> so I think what happens here is that four clearly isn't buying it at first because again you are a smuggler um, you know what artifacts are but what do you do to not only get her off your case but to ease her worries about you know maybe thinking twice about working with you in the future um, I mean like I'm a smuggler but I work in exotic meats so I don't I don't really know what's going on. That's all Augustine and Quell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you gotta I talk think... to them. 
Here's the bus, the bus that we're being thrown under. <laughs> <laughs> um, four will just nod at that and say, mm, not your department. Well, I can understand that. Sometimes the world would be a better place if we stayed in our own lanes. <gasps> uh, anyway, I won't bother you anymore. Uh, good catching up. You too. Uh, what's your name again? Gasket. Four Gasket. Gasket. Okay. Gasket. That's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I picked it myself. And they uh, they <laughs> take a bite out of their um, gelato and they, you know, wander off to rub elbows more. Uh, and yeah, I think we can cut back from there to who else is working on this party situation to try and um, pull off the catering gig. Well, I was out there to distract from gadgets bugging the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I can, I guess I can do some food service and walk around and hand out some food and talk people up. Okay. So you're going to pull out those. Go ahead. I was going to say, you're going to pull out those special spices, Augustine. <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Making friends in every port. Let's see. You used the cool asset you have, and I I gave you increased effect for that. I'm trying to think if I want to give you another use of that. What quality level did I end up saying it was? I think I said quality level two, two, right? Yep. Uh... I think you could probably use it again. Uh, quality level two. You probably got enough to have two significant uses out of it. I'll just make that up right now. Okay. Um, I'll yeah. I'll prepare a platter of just a charcuterie type board. Those quick cured meats we did, and uh, go out and look at these again and talk people up. I think if the focus of like the little montage we have here is really more about Augustine just being such a good host than it is necessarily about the, you know, serving the food in a, in a timely and impressive manner, um, that could probably be consort again. But okay. also, you know, whatever action role you, you find, uh, find would work. And then I'll just tell you the position and effect because that's how these games work. Kind of feel like it'd be fun to command. Basically, talk people into having a good time. Tell them that they're having a good time. Wow, (laughs) you have a good time. Augustine is going around doming the party. (laughs) Come in. That's interesting. Are Uh, you enjoying yourself yet? (laughs) Are you feeling it now, Mister Krabs? So I think just going around and telling people, have a good time, um, in a commanding <laughs> manner would probably be like risky limited. But if com- if you were commanding to try and say, like, you know, lead some party games or something, do some icebreakers, that I could see more. Oh, no. Are you- <laughs> I can just imagine Augustine leading... A giant game of never have I ever. But Augustine, what would you possibly say you haven't done? <laughs> <laughs> Not had a good time. 
I was um, kind of imagining Augustine doing a giant conga line. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you just got out there and just commanded everybody to join you in a conga line. I mean, at this weird, like, bastard soiree business expedition that we have here. Because uh, on top of the tables, you know, there's, like, there's, there's booths and stuff. There's people of various, like, merchants trying to get connected with Azimuth Distribution. Um, but there's definitely like that social element to it as well. So what what does this look like, Augustine? That's a good question. It doesn't really matter which one I go because they're the same dice amount. So um, <laughs> well, let's go with consort because if I do really good, maybe I can get some information. Okay. So I think consorting here will be risky standard. Okay. As you go out and rub elbows with your, your tray in hand. A one and a four. All right, so we take the four. Uh, oh, and actually you were using those spices again, right? Yeah, so would that have given me a choice between no, that the just It would have been basically like a fine item. It would have bumped up your effect level, so it would be risky okay. great. Okay. Uh, and the consequence that I'm going to inflict is just reduced effect. So it will only be two ticks instead of three. Um, you can resist that if you want. Yeah, we'll resist it. Okay. Five, so I take one. Three, two, two, five. Uh, all right, so the catered clock fills, and uh, that that means that the catered clock beat their party's ruined clock in their race. And this, this job has gone well. Um, and I think we can probably montage most of the rest of the evening uh, with, uh, you know, Augustine getting out there. Are you trying to avoid the folks you've been avoiding so far, Augustine? Like, are you still steering clear of Vert and whatnot? I didn't leave on very good terms last time because we kind of jutted from dig 112 when everything went down mm -hmm. uh so i'd avoid vert <laughs> Fair. um i wouldn't worry about um averting four gasket mm -hmm. um or potentially Enishman. Mm -hmm. yeah i think um we can kind of zoom back to, to Quell for a second here. I think uh, you were able to get that water. Um, were you going to just head back to the floor, or were you going to uh, talk to Zinc at all? You're definitely not obligated to. I know you wanted to tell Augustine about what happened. I'm going to tell Augustine about what, hap about what happened, but first, you know, I imagine I'm holding this water that I was securing Hopefully I have wax somewhere near near me because I have been really using this as a cover to try to, you know, make a deal with our our local floor crabs so they stop tripping the the elite, at least until we can get out of town. Mm -hmm. Then they can trip the elite all they want. Go for <laughs> it. Mm -hmm. I'm there with them. Uh, but uh, I think that I would wait to see if, is it Inish Man or Inish Shear who's in there with Zinc or who was with Zinc? Uh, Inish more. Inish Man. Right? Or, no, Inish Man. Yeah. Inish, Inish Man. Man. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm busying myself with the water. Does Inish Man leave? Yeah, Inish Man was leaving right after that conversation. Okay. 
All right. So, you know, I'm keeping my head down looking like I'm just a caterer doing catering business, being a good little cater human, mm-hmm. cater stuff. Um, but when Inishman leaves, you know, and I'm hefting around this water, I kind of glance after them. And then I glance up at uh, Sink. And I'm like, I hear there's going to be some uh, some races soon. I'm new here. Uh, do you think it's going to be a good showing? Um, and Zink, who seems to be lost in thought, kind of snaps out of it for a second and looks at you and says, Oh, yeah, it's always a great time. You won't be disappointed. You're one of the racers then. Yep, yep, been racing for years. It's my life. It's my blood. It's my blood. Uh, Zink Garland, and she uh, extends her, her hand out to you. Uh, Quill kind of shifts the water so that she can get a hand free and shakes Zink's hand. Oh, is Zink's pronouns, are they she, her? Or what are Zink's pronouns? She, she, her. She, her, okay. Uh, Quell kind of tilts her head to the side and says, you know, for something that sounds like it's supposed to be a great time, you don't look like you're too happy. Uh, and she kind of uh, narrows her eyes at you and she's like, uh, it's just pre-race jitters, you know. Mm. It's nothing to worry about. Well, you- <laughs> well first of all, I never worry. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, I have just the thing for pre-race jitters or jitters of any sort. I know just how to settle your stomach. How would you come with me? I'm like I said, I'm one of the caterers here, and uh, I'll set you up with something tasty. I'm sure to settle you right down. Uh, all right, I can go real quick, but then I got to get back to the booth. I'm uh, doing a handshake event. Ah. I'll make sure we give you something so your hands don't get all greasy. <laughs> Wouldn't want to grease the wrong palms, you get what I mean? And Paul gives her a, a playful wink. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> of course. Well, then you're definitely more innocent than you look. And Quell summons her after, kind of, you know, waves her hand with her and is like, come on, follow behind me. I got to get this water back to where it's needed. <laughs> Uh, and she uh, kind of zips up her jacket, her cool jacket, uh, and follows you. That's a pretty cool jacket. Thanks. Yeah, I got, I got it from my. Let's see, who would you got? I got it. I got it from my aunt. She uh, she was a racer too. So how do I get a jacket like that? Do I have to get into racing? Hmm. That or I don't know. Look out at the upswell. Brings up all kinds of strange stuff. I got it. I would like to hear a little bit more about this upswell. So uh, Quell is just making conversation, luring Zinc back to where Fearless Captain is waiting, uh, and uh, will make good on getting something extra tasty for our delightful Zinc in the super rad jacket. And Quell, of course, is is thinking, you know, best way to get my hands on a cool jacket like that is to get someone out of it first. But that's a story for a different day. (laughs) (laughs) That that cool jacket would look even cooler on the floor of the cargo bay. (laughs) I'm not saying how they get out of it. 
Quell has fast hands, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yes, Quell Quell brings Zinc forward um, and is is being friendly but not, like, obsequious because the whole point is to make them feel kind of at ease as opposed to, like, they're being, you know, led by the nose. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, she she's following, and uh, as she comes out onto the floor, you know, some some people come up to her, and like, you know, there's people whispering like that. That's that racer. Um, there, I think there aren't a ton of locals around here. Actually, if there were locals, it would probably be more people, you know, like uh, just coming up and saying like, "Oh man, you did great in that last race." Instead, it's more people who just kind of have the idea that this is, you know, this is a local celebrity, and isn't that kind of amusing? Isn't that isn't that quaint that they all race there? Sand lobsters. <laughs> I uh, I ask Aller and Affy to help throw together something particularly tasty for the for our local celebrity here, and um, I might even see if Captain can give us a little dash of their extra fine spices. <laughs> um, Gadget, where are you? And how much attention did you pay to the pay to the lobster races before you left, Subita? I am Zinc Garland's number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, as Gadget, at this point, I'd probably be um heading away from the people, and maybe you know seeking out Augustine. You know, mm-hmm. job well done. Ready for my praise and admiration here. <laughs> Yeah, and as you're heading back, you see um, um, Zinc Garland standing at the buffet, looking kind of uncomfortable. Oh my god! 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 Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, <laughs> <sighs> got to be cool. All right, all right. Nobody can embarrass me in front of Zinc, so I'm looking around. Is Quell being cool? Quell's being cool, right? They're not doing anything embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god! It depends on how you define embarrassing. Well, seems like they're being relatively cool. Quell doesn't know much about lobster racing, so Quell would probably be being her usual charming self, as charming as Quell can be, you know, asking various questions, offering snake, cougar snake, garlic knot tongues, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, chatting about, probably filling them in about our cooking adventures on dime. Anything to help them feel settled and comfortable without feeling bored, because clearly they're uncomfortable. It may look like they're uncomfortable to others because they're being thronged by fans or are being ignored by the elites. But uh, Paul knows that they're being uncomfortable because they were just being told to throw a race. Oh my God, Zinc's dying of boredom. Okay, all right. Can't let Zinc know that I'm associated with Quell. So, um, <laughs> all right, time to get rid of the server uniform. I- I'm imagining that I just threw on one of Augustine's old shirts. So, uh, I kind of like throw that off, back in my uh, my standard outfit, which is probably just like uh, like a boiler suit or something, which is comparatively less lame than a server outfit. All right. All right, wiping the sweat off my palms. <sighs> All right, no, go ahead and do this. We're going to we're going to introduce ourselves to Zeke. Going to get their autograph. It's going to be amazing. Do you have like her lobster number on like a patch on your sleeve or something? 
Oh, it's it's a patch on my bug out bag. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, with some like hand drawn, almost like anime fangirl esque hand drawn art on the bag. Yeah, no, this is gonna be great. Which you have with you, right? Oh, uh, <laughs> like I'd leave that behind. <laughs> <laughs> You just oh, grabbed no. the biggest shirt that Augustine had and wore it over your bug out bag. <laughs> over your bug out bag? Oh my god. <laughs> god. Augustine's so tall and langly that'd still probably be oversized on me. Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yep. Got that big uh, number 30s and garland patch on it. So so yeah, are you are you coming up? Are you asking for an autograph? Or are you still psyching yourself up here? Okay, no, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask for the autograph. I'm not great at peopling, but I think I can fake it long enough to get an autograph on my bug out bag. We got this. <laughs> oh man, I really hope one errant sand or one errant sand slash wood crab does not trip you on your way up. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they're, friend, they're arthropod friends. Of course they wouldn't. I told them to cool that shit off, but, you know, I didn't control them. <laughs> all right. All right. So, again, I wipe my hands nervously on my palms, and I extend my hand. And, oh, no, not great at peopling. Okay. <sighs> hey. Hi. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> At this point, I think Zinc probably like has a drink in her hand, you know, whatever little thing that uh, that Quell had them fixing up for the was fixing up for, and you know, she was about to turn around and head back to her booth, uh, and she like looks out. I think she's pretty tall, sees nothing, looks down oh. and sees Gadget like just sticking her arm straight out. <laughs> says, "Oh, I didn't spot you down there. You're you're a fan, huh?" Yes. <gasps> She noticed I was a fan? That's so cool! <laughs> well, um, that's, uh, that's great. It's, it's, it's great to have your support. Um, are you, are you from here? Uh, from here or from here? Anyway, so, <laughs> oh, looking forward to the new race, right? Uh, and there's, you, uh, I don't know if Gadget picks up on it, but Quell, and if Augustine's there, Augustine would definitely pick up on it. There's like a flash of, um, it's probably like a, a little bit of sad, a little bit angry across her face when you mentioned the next race, but then she kind of comports herself again and she's like, yep, yep, I'm planning on taking first, just like always. Ah, uh, you're going to take first because you're the best. <gasps> Can I have your autograph? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. Um. I left my pen back at the booth, though. Do you, do you have something I could use? Ah! Gadget gets out her bug out bag and has a wide assortment of pens in various <laughs> colors, sizes, chisel tips, bullet tips, fine point. And uh, she says, wow, okay, uh, I'll go with the chisel. Um, who should I make it out to? Well, uh, preferably me. Oh, my name's Gadget. <laughs> Gadget! Weren't you going by another name? Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Gadget one swear. She's not it's, allowed to. <laughs> she kind of says, says out loud, Gadget. That's a nice name. Sure thing, kiddo. Um, 
And yeah, she'll start to sign your bug out bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, two gadget. Keep the pincers in front and the tail behind, and you can't go wrong. Sink. <clears throat> this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to anybody ever. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Oh, that was successful. Oh, Zink still gave me her autograph, even though Quell was going to ruin it in front of me. But all right, we did it. All right. I'm not prepared what to do next. They don't train you for this. <laughs> um, she just hands you back the pen. And she says, like, uh, anyway, I got to get back to my booth. But um, I will uh, guess I'll see you in the stands, huh? She's got to look for me in the stands. <gasps> I'm going to go tell Captain about what we're about to do next. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of like watches you like toddle over trying to keep your cool as much as possible. She's like, all right, great. <laughs> well, well, thanks. Um, I didn't get your name. She's talking to you, Quill. Oh. Quell flashes her a smile after observing the adorable interaction between Zink and, and Gadget. Mm-hmm. Gadget, who is not Gadget, who I guess now is Gadget again. Well, <laughs> am I like, going to have her write down a different name on my bug out bag? We got to make compromises I mean... sometimes for their own morals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, uh, it's Quell, Quell Quick Quell, and it's, uh, it's nice meeting you. I hope we get a chance to catch up again, maybe before your race. Yeah, that 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 sounds great. Um, I'll uh, I'll be pretty busy, but I'm not too hard to find. <laughs> With a jacket like that, I don't see how I can miss you. Mm, that's the idea. Usually, people only see the back, though. And she try she puts on a genuinely winning smile, like it's rehearsed, but it's genuine. Uh, and she, let's see, Augustine's heading back, so she probably like oh. walks. Wait, uh, wait. Hmm? Quell catches her hand for a second lightly plucks any pen she can reach, uh, slips her uh, her sleeve up a little, writes her name, and says, you can find me on the beluga. I'll be around. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the beluga. I haven't heard of it. But, uh, yeah. Sounds good. It's a ship. It's known for speed. <laughs> yeah. I think you could appreciate it. <laughs> She nods and says, always happy to meet another speed demon, but uh, I should get back. Uh, Quell flashes her most brilliant quick call smile and uh, nods and goes back to what she was doing, but makes a mental note to send Gadget over there with whatever uh, Zinc seemed to enjoy most, because I think that Gadget would enjoy getting one more hurrah to say hello to her before the event is over. <laughs> sure. That's it, like the end. Just like a, a little like treat bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else anybody wanted to get in before the before we kind of cut to the uh, the wrap, wrapping up of the buffet? I think at the very end of the buffet, when like nobody's around and was like supposed to be cleaning it up, you see myriad sort of like stuffing their face with food, uh, mm-hmm. just whatever's left over. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that's adorable. I think 
I think there's probably a nice, you know, a nice scene of uh, you're able to kind of all divvy up the leftovers um, uh, and, you know, get some get some food down before. Let's see. It's a it's a small enough Landberg. I think um, once the floor actually closes itself, um, Duke Morning Fitch, who is the leader of Azimuth Distribution, um, who I think is um, he's probably a little sh- a little on the short side. He's got um, we're going to continue the cool coats theme, but it's kind of like a longer coat. Um, it looks like he's probably he's probably like a little warm, honestly, in it. But it's you know very stylish, um, has you know like a, a very conf- composed face. Walks over and says, "Well, that was handled fairly well. I must admit that I was a little unsure when my um, let's see, he's a duke. So what's like one below a duke? Uh, mm. Baron is Baron above a duke?" Shit, I don't a dukeito. Du- excuse me. I'm gonna say Lord. <laughs> uh, when Lord Fairweather told me that we wouldn't use our usual arrangements, but um, this was quite the spread. Uh, thank you all for your assistance. A discount. <laughs> A viscount. Viscount. Also... Oh, viscount. Mm. There's also a marquee. Okay, yeah, let's say let's say Marquis. <laughs> when my when Marquis Fairweather uh told me they weren't uh going through the normal their normal channels, but uh it's quite the quite the unusual delights. I don't know if I've ever had um, let's see, we've talked about the cougar tongues. Uh we haven't talked about the meat. Yes, I don't think I've ever had moose buffalo meat prepared that way before. That's because it's illegal. It's so good. It's almost illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. And he gives you a wink. (laughs) Well, in any case, I'll have my uh, money people come and arrange your compensation. But I just wanted to personally come and and give my thanks for helping us uh, arrange this little exposition. What's this guy's name again? Uh, Duke Morning Fitch. Mm. Quell flashes her warmest smile. It's quite charming. And she says, uh, God, what do you call a duke? What is their, like, honorific term? Duke. duke. No, no, <laughs> like I mean, your... like, you know how there's, like, like, rather than your majesty or your grace or your, insert something here, we're going to look this up. What do you call a duke? <laughs> I feel like your grace would still be appropriate. Yeah. My dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think I your do. grace is probably the real answer. <laughs> okay, it is your grace. Your All grace. right. All right. Uh, your grace, if I may ask just a moment of your time, I have one question. Who is the owner of this fine establishment? Oh, of, of the venue, you mean? Yes, of this venue. We uh, rented it out from a, a local group, the um, Puerto 15 Development Authority. Um, I could get you their card. If you would be so kind, I would be eternally grateful. Of course, of course. I'll have the money folks bring it with your payment. I love... Quell is definitely not this refined, so she is, like, copying what she thinks sounds refined. 
Mm-hmm. This is like her her doing her best refined bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so she probably sounds like somebody trying to like do Downton Abbey. Like, like, oh my grace! <laughs> Your grace, you are so delightful. If you could have my brothers, <laughs> you see, Augustine just kind of over uh, Duke Morningfitch's shoulder, kind of holding back a laugh, but giving like a <laughs> doing good nod. <laughs> that's how fancy people talk right it's like i'm an urchin i don't know fancy talk but i know how i think fancy people talk <laughs> um affie who has still has a little cor- food on the corner of her mouth but doesn't seem to realize it um stands up and stiffly walks over and says oh your grace your grace um your Grace, we were the uh, initial point of contact, and yes, uh, we were very, very happy to help uh, arrange this, and we hope that if you have any needs in the future, um, the cool name goes here, LLC, is fully equipped to handle uh, business events, um, c- catering such as this, uh, rest and relaxation, retreats, nice. we've been working on a very nice retreat package, um, uh, my card. Uh, and, and, and spa, spa uh, events. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, what she said. Um, and <laughs> she uh, presents the uh, she presents the Duke with uh, with her card, and he takes it and, and looks at it and says, "Yes, yes, I'm sure this is the start of a wonderful relationship." Now, um, I'm afraid my attention is needed elsewhere, but um, again, you have my sincere gratitude. After he leaves. Quill totally leans toward both Gadget and Augustine uh, and married if they're there too, but specifically Gadget and Augustine because Gadget's from Subita and Augustine knows these things and it's like, what's the going rate? Like the going black market market rate for a Duke's gratitude here? I don't know how you can sell that. (sighs) You're saying it's priceless. I got you. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> oh, all right. And uh, yeah, as you clean up the tables, uh, the Duke's uh, money people arrive in short order, and we can move into payoff and upkeep. Oh, I think we're about to find out how much Duke's gratitude <laughs> yep, goes yep. for. So let's see. I said it was going to be eight credits before, right? Um, And I think the Duke personally uh, slipped you a credit tip to account for that extra credit you get for finishing a smuggling job. Um, So that's nine credits, but Mm -hmm. Aller and Affy were going to take three of them, right? Yes. So that's six credits total. Oh, that's why I wrote down three is more than two under my notes. <laughs> that <laughs> that was session. Quell's mathematical genius right there. <laughs> but yes, you're no longer getting half, but three is more than two. Uh, so yes, you'll get six credits and you can div- divvy that up how you like. The Beluga has three in the in the vault right now, so it has one for one more. Yeah, so, and we have one upkeep we need to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can put one into upkeep, one into the beluga, and one to each of us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sure, let's oh, do it. Okay. 
Sounds good to me. Uh, and now heat. Let's see. Uh, I'd say this was probably pretty pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, so I think it would be one heat, and then I think you have something that subtracts a heat. Yeah. Uh, take one heat. Take minus one heat during payoff. So yeah, I think I think you kept this one low key enough. I mean that that feels right. Like the the weirdest thing was the crabs kind of starting to crash the party, but um, Quell was able to kind of quiet that down. So I think we're not going to add any heat because of this. Now we do entanglements. Let's see the wanted level of the system the ship is in at the end of the job. You are in uh, full reward, and your wanted level here is still zero. So I will roll one d6. I suspect that's a big part of the reason we came this way. <laughs> well, also to help out Aller and Affy and not just completely leave them out to dry. But it ended up paying off. Okay, so we got a five. So that's going to be cooperation. A faction you have plus two or plus three status with asks you for a favor, agree to it, or lose a status with them. If you don't have a plus two or plus three faction status, you avoid entanglements right now. So mm-hmm. let's see. I'm going to raise your status with azimuth distribution to one because you did a job for them. Um, do you have any with two or three right now? Nope. How are we with the purples given that we're apparently engaged to them? one you'll have another job completed once you actually drop off the thing with um inishman but you haven't done that yet so you mean they're bricks they're bricks yep (laughs) um that's how i set it up at the beginning like you wouldn't get paid for this but it would complete you know count as a, a job successfully done if you if you pulled it off okay so the entanglements are done and now we can move on to downtime